What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to another episode of Black Anime Reviews. You know, where we review anime, manga, webtoons, I mean, whatever. We really feel like reviewing at the time, just, just being honest. Even though we, we've only done anime, I, I'm going to get to it. We gonna, we, I, I keep telling y'all we're going to get to it, and y'all probably don't believe me by now. But whatever, it'll happen when it happens. But today you got your main man here, Aaron. A.K.A. The Lost Homie. A.K.A. The Anime Anthology. As always, you know what I'm saying? I, I do most of these reviews. And today we are reviewing Blood of Zeus. Now, if you haven't seen Blood of Zeus, I, you know, you're probably blessed because I, I wish I had. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to start slandering it too early. You know what I mean? I love the slander. Y'all know me. Um... First, you know, I got to go through uh, how we do reviews. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've done this. Probably about, I think, like a month and a half. month and a half about. Maybe two months. I'm not, I don't remember last time I did a review. So I'm going to go through how we do our review standards. And then I'm going to, you know, go through the regular process of the review. So first of all, let's talk about how we do reviews. So I try my best to be as objective as possible in these reviews. You know, object, objectivity is hard. And again, you can disagree with me, agree with me, whatever. I don't care. I'm just, you know, giving my viewpoint on these shows. So first, we have a very, what I see is an objective review. Something, it's a critical review uh, and that you take in I, I, what I believe are the four most important parts of an anime. You know, most shows, whatever. First, we have the animation, which is comprised of four different subcategories, which is environmental, character, action, and cinematography. These are all tallied out of 10, and then it's added together, added together to give us a max you know, animation score, which is out of 40. Then we have story with four subcategories, plot, plot progression, ending, and pacing, all added up at a 40. We have characters, likability, effectiveness, designs, and credibility. And, you know, I have questions on credibility from time to time. So just to kind of, it's kind of like, you know, you want to, are these characters believable for the world that they're in? You know, and I, I can't think of, it, uh, of an example off the top of my head, but sometimes, really, sometimes we get characters that don't really feel believable, characters that we feel like are out of place within the anime, you know? And that happens from time to time, so I put it on there because when that happens, it really, really messes with how you look at the anime and the characters as a whole. Um, and then lastly, you have production, which is comprised of two subcategories, which is sound design and musical score, both out of 10, so that's out of 20. So each of them get their own percentage totals, and then we get an overall score, which is out of 140, which is, you know, all the categories added together. And then we have one that's just wholly subjective, wholly just how I feel, my feelings like that. You know, I'm trying to separate the two hard, but I'm trying to separate the two. And it's uh, what I call my personal score, which also names the fun factor because, you know, you know, you can have a really bad anime. But if you had fun watching it, then that means it's, it means it's good to you. And that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? All it matters is how much fun you had watching it. Objective scores can suck a dick. But, <laughs> but with the fun factor, we have four subcategories. Enjoyability, interest, characters, and rewatchability. Those are the four things that are most important to me when I watch an anime, whether I think it's objectively good or not. So, I mean, everybody probably has different four things that are important to them. But those are the four things that are important to me. So, now let's, it's, time to, it's time to get into Blood of Zeus. Blood of Zeus made by Netflix and animated by Powerhouse Studios. Powerhouse Studios also did Seis Manos and the, the fucking amazing Castlevania, you know? So, Blood of Zeus in a lot of ways, which I believe was first going to be called Gods of, Gods of Monsters. If you listen to us, um, our new year, new anime, uh, 
a New Year, New Anime episode earlier this year, then you would have heard us talk about Gods and Monsters because we, me and Bo, we expected this to come out and we got Blood of Zeus. So it's, <laughs> and so it changed, changed the name halfway through there somewhere or whatever. But if you haven't seen this anime, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't think, I'm going to say preemptively, I don't think it's something that you have to see. It's not something that is on the level of Castlevania or even Seis Manos. And Seis Manos to me isn't an anime. It doesn't have, and this is probably an, uh, a four episode. We could probably, you know, we could talk about um, on the pod uh, something like animations, anime versus cartoons. But it has the feel of a cartoon, not an anime. And I know there's a lot of people out there who really love Seis Manos, really enjoy it. I did not really, but I hate hey. It's it's whatever yo. Some people like what they like, and that's just not me. But Castlevania is one that you've heard us, and even our review, we gave it you know full marks. You know, it's it's an amazing anime from season one, which was like four episodes, all the way up to season three, which I think they did an amazing job balancing a different storytelling and everything. So there was a lot writing on on uh, Blood of Zeus. Like there was a lot looking forward to, especially when I heard Powerhouse was doing it. So. Let's let's not wait any longer. Let's let's, let's, dig in, let's dig into why I feel the way I feel about this series. So uh, the synopsis for Blood of Zeus, if for those who don't know about it or you know, first time hearing about it here, it is uh, at just eight episodes. The story follows Heron, a young man ostracized by his community, who one day discovers he's actually the latest bastard son of Zeus, and it is his fate to save the world from an awakened ancient evil that threatens to destroy the world. So. We have your, for the most part, when we see these uh, animated or live action movies, we have a very straightforward plot. Um, well, when it comes to you know Greek mythology, the straightforward plot. You know, son of some god has powers, save the world. Like it's that's that's what we get. You know, in most of these, uh, you know, um, renditions of Greek mythologists that's usually the story that we're being told. So this is just another one of them. And let's start out with animation. Now, animation is something that, you know, the art style and animation style for Powerhouse Studios is very apparent. It's not something that, when they when they animate something, you know it's them. I mean, it's the same thing like Keo Annie or the same thing with, um, you know, Studio Ghibli. And I would even argue A1 Pictures has a very you know, unique or, you know, memorable style of, you know, creating their anime. So, you, so you, you, you know, animation-wise, you're getting what you're going to get at a, at a powerhouse studios. However, this surprised me as being substantially worse animation-wise than Seis Manos and Castlevania. Castlevania, especially in its latest season, feel like it really upped the ante on what powerhouse could do. And you think about that last fight really between... Uh, I can't remember people's names right now, but the last kind of few episodes of Castlevania had some really stellar, spectacular, amazing fights that in which they really, you know, played around with the camera work and angles and made it seem like it, it, it was like a, like a, you know, what's it called? Not the 3D camera, the gyroscopic type of lens. And they were looking at fights at different angles and it was just phenomenal. That's something we don't get ever. We don't ever get that once. 
in Blood of Zeus. We never get that kind of shot where you're just like, oh my gosh, or like this is amazing. We never get that. We never get that. There's not one moment where I felt that way watching Blood of Zeus. And the animation is, to me feels a lot, feels very standard. It's not, it's not amazing. It's not bad. It's standard. It's like baseline. And it's 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 to the detriment because it, it makes the show feel less impactful. It makes it less it makes the show feel, you know, less like 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 they put in the back burner. Cause Sace Manos even had some really, really cool fighting scenes with hand to hand combat and everything in it. And it, and that's what kind of, you know, made it really enjoyable to watch those those types of scenes. While this doesn't have that. A lot of its fights are boring. A lot of you know, it, it's set pieces are kind of boring, and you. It, it, although I mean, it's 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 drawn well. The art style is still good. I like Powerhouse's art style. It's still good, but it's not dynamic in this series. In this series, is not dynamic. It's just standard. So if we're talking about the environmental animation, I would give it a six out of ten. It's like I said, it's it's okay. You know, I think the few highlights we have is like you know, is uh is that they've, Powerhouse does a really good job of making buildings and places and everything feel really real, you know? And it, it's, it, ha it has, you know, the anime feel, but then, you know, also a little bit of cartoonish nature. And so they do usually do a good job of balancing that or going too far from one deep end, you know, with Seismanos or the other side with Castlevania, which is very more anime-ish than anything else. And... So we so we have this you know conflicting thing and it it, it works kind of here but then also kind of not um, but the environments kind of they look good they look fine yeah they look fine <laughs> like I think the best one is probably you know uh, when the gods go back to oh my gosh I'm like I'm forgetting my Greek mythology but when the gods go back to uh, Mount Olympus that's pretty nice it's pretty nice. Again, I wasn't wild, but I was like, "That's that's pretty nice." Probably the best set piece in the in the entire anime that looks really grand, that looks you know like a like a place where gods would live ish, I guess. And that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Everything else is just, I mean, it's there's nothing there's nothing that I'm not saying they have to like they have to like you know make the biggest building in the world, but like even little stuff like the fire or the lightning or something like that, it just doesn't it wasn't hitting. And that's because of another part. Like, it was a two-part. So this, when we get the sound design, when we get the production, I'll, I'll, I'll hark back on this. But it's a two-parter in which the environmental, you know, didn't really grab me. But, I mean, it's, again, it's, it, the environments look good. Environments look good, but they could look better. They could look, you know, more regal in some areas. In other areas, you know, the fire and everything else could look more real, more vibrant. And, I, and yeah, I just was I, again, wasn't amazed. Character animation. I gave this a 4 out of 10 because, and I, I, I saw this, my friend, he says, well, it felt like a lot of times the characters were moving like at a, at a lower frame rate. And he, uh, Boy Polo from Mike Check Waifu Waifu, he also said this, and it's like, it's just felt like they're moving at a lower frame rate than like, and it's weird. It's like, and I, a few times I call myself, it looks like they're lagging. Like you're playing a video game and they're like cutting, like they're just like copying and pasting. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it just, it does not look natural. It looks very weird. They'd be like walking and it'll feel like they're skipping, you know, across the screen like in a video game or something. And somebody said that's something to do with the way they animated the characters to the background. And that's why maybe it came out that way. And, you know, I'm not an animator like that, but I'm just saying what it looked like to me. And it's 
it, it, again, it's one it's one of those things that like it, you're watching this now. Now I'm more focused on the why is the character looking like it's moving at like. 15 frames per second, but everything else is moving at 30, and I'm just like, what? What's going on? Why is he skipping across my screen? Like, is this something? Like, I, I, I actually stopped my show, stopped Blood Zoo, I stopped watching it, and like went to my my TV settings to see if it was something wrong on my TV. Because I'm like, why is it looking like he's lagging across the screen? What's the what's what's the problem? And it's it's it was just the way it was animated. And I mean, it doesn't happen across the board, but it happens within like those first three episodes, and it's only eight episodes of the show, so that's. Uh, that's about a third. That's about a quarter of the show, <laughs> almost fifty percent of the show. Where it's like, why? Why do they look weird? Like, what's going on? Why are they moving like that? And that just that takes it away. Um, action animation, four out of ten. Again, there are some decent fight scenes in here. You know, some decent. I was average, but as a whole, the fight scenes are subpar. They're not. Interesting, especially compared to Castlevania, especially compared to some really good fight scenes we've been getting this year with Jujutsu Kaisen. With you know, even I know some people hate it, but I, but War of the Underworld Part Two had a really amazing fighting. Like we could, and I could keep going with anime that had you know even in this lackluster year of let's say anime, we had some good anime had some really good fights, some some really spectacular stuff. And this doesn't this does not set the bar. This does not meet the bar. This goes way below the bar with the fight animation. A lot of these fights are born. They're playing, and they they they're not very dynamic in that way. Like and uh, and we get to like the end fight, and it's okay. Like it's not again. There's nothing in it that is as spectacular as what they did with Castlevania. See the last season of Castlevania when we have them fighting in this tight corner of space, and you have the camera moving around, watching behind them. It, we're seeing everything at, at you know move seamlessly together, and it's so dynamic. It's so it's so what's the word in your face? It's 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 like it it elicits emotion. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're watching, it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And there's no point in that with the action in Blood of Zeus. It's just, I think there's one time in this first episode where this character, Alexios, Alexios um, she does this thing where like a demon throws a spear back at her and she slides over and grabs it. And I was like, that's really cool. And, you know, again, it says the scene because that's stuff they did in Castlevania, Seis Manos, but we don't really see anything like that ever again. You know, and it's it it just it just doesn't feel like they put all of it into it. So it just yes, it was disappointing. Cinematography five out of ten, but then again that goes kind of with the environmental. It again, like I said, the best cinematography piece is not like you know environmental piece is Mount of Olympus. You know, it's 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 nice, it's picturesque and and all that kind of stuff like that, but it just isn't most most of the, again most of the show feels like a slideshow. If you get what I'm saying, like it's especially with the way the characters are moving within about you know three out of eight episodes, especially with how you know you know most of the backdrop is the forest, and we don't really get to see the splendor of, of Greece, um, of Greek architecture, or something like that. Like it just it just felt like we it felt like it felt like we didn't really get you know what we thought we were going to get from the show, especially when we saw Powerhouse animated. 
because they've done a really good job of making amazing set pieces with like um, in Castlevania, like Dracula's Castle from how it looked in the beginning in the season one to how it looked now, the drastic changes and, and that kind of stuff like that. Then also with that little, you know, town, the, the shanty town type place that uh, our other two, I can't, I can't remember their names right now, Trevor, Trevor, and I can't remember the woman's name and how they go there. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a totally different, it's dark, it's grimy. You could, you could smell that there's secrets coming and it all all this kind of stuff and it's just and we don't get that in blood of zeus we just don't get that like everything is same everything is same 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 there's no diet dynamics to it so that gives animation a 19 out of 40 which equals a 48 percent um and again it's all i i feel like it's objective but it's you know some people may feel differently than me now next it goes to the story so the plot i gave it a six out of ten the plot is nothing to you know balk at like it's it's like, you know, like I said, it's a simple God has bastard kid and kid is destined to be great and ends up having to save the world. We've seen this multiple times before, whether it was Zeus kids or Poseidon's, you know, um, or, you know, somebody else's kid. We've seen this multiple times before. It's nothing new, nothing game changing. And it's it's just okay. I mean, for people who aren't aren't you know knowledgeable in Greek mythology, you might look at this differently because you might feel like there should be more spots that you should have filled in. For people who have kind of some knowledge in it, then you're like, okay, yeah, this is standard. It's just again, the story just isn't like it's it's the story of a reluctant hero. You know, Heron doesn't really want to be a hero. He hates his father, but then like by the end of the series, he's like, I love my dad now, and it's like, okay, or not love, but I tolerate my father now and it's like okay like it's it's nothing and i think is this stuff like this is where you have you have to have really strong characters and this is something we don't have in this this anime we don't i'm sorry heron is not a good main character he's not and then his side characters are forgettable and then zeus which in a lot of ways this is trying to paint zeus as as a hero and they might not be trying to do that but through his actions in a way that he's reflected within the story, it's painting Zeus as a hero. And I'm or at least an heroic type character, while you know, our our main, you know, villain, um, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's been a few weeks later, but our main villain, who was kind of his who is his opposite, we we see her as see her as like a main villain. I'm just like, she kind I mean, she crazy, she doing way too much. You doing way too much, Shawty. You need to relax, but she's kind of justified. You know what I mean? Like it's in in, in some in, in a small part, she is justified. She she did too much. She went to ten. She should have stayed at five, or at least went to seven. She shouldn't have went to ten. But it's 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 like her her anger, her want for revenge is justifiable. It's it's not necessarily the stance of um, someone who is that true villain. And I guess that was kind of part of it, trying to balance that idea that you know. You know, even gods are humans too in that sense, but it falls flat when you paint Zeus as a heroic figure. You know, like as he is the one that's caring for humanity, he is the one that's trying to save him. Da, 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 da. And his and this, and this other person who's his opposite is the one that's trying to doom him. You know, I mean, for something petty, and it's like that. This this whole movie, this whole this whole show does not take place. You know, if if, if Zeus doesn't be Zeus. And for people who know Greek mythology, Greek mythology, you know what I'm talking about. Zeus doesn't be Zeus, then it didn't. The whole show don't even happen. And so that's just that's just it's just it's just a problem. It's just an issue with 
with what goes on in, in, in the show, that they try to paint him as his hero. Um, for the plot progression, I gave the plot progression a uh, 8 out of 10. I think that it did a really good job. Uh, even though I was not the biggest fan of the plot, it did a good job of moving through each plot point without, you know, it did a good job of moving from plot point to plot point. And that's kind of really all we can ask from the show is to just, you know, move us from each point of the plot, you know, in a well, in a like well-fashioned way. But I gave it, I didn't give it a 10 out of 10 because just some, some plot points or some way that it moves is, um, deals with also the pacing, which I go into, which I gave it 7 out of 10. And the pacing, for the most part, it's good, but sometimes it's muddled. Sometimes things kind of mash together. And so we, it's not too fast. It's, it's definitely not slow. Definitely not slow. It's either normal, between normal and fast pace, like right in the middle. So um, the whole show itself moves at a brisk pace, you know. You miss an ep I mean, each episode is full, filled with plot. It's filled with plot, which I really like. Each episode is filled with plot. So, but you you can, you, as sometimes you, you can, you have to go back and rewatch if you did miss a part. It tries its best to be as straightforward as possible, but I could definitely see people um, missing parts on it. Um, ending, I give the ending a 5 out of 10 because the ending wasn't anything special. Um, and it's in the sense that, again, it's kind of cliche. I'm not, and a good ending leaves you feeling satisfied, right? Okay, a good ending, depending on the type of show, leaves you feeling two ways. Two ways, right? One is satisfied, right? You finish the ending, it's the only season. You're happy with everything that ended. You might, you know, you might want to want more on your own personal side, but you know, objectively, you're like, wow, like this ended really well. You know, what I mean, and we could, um, I mean, again, another Castlevania. Well, I ended season one with the four episodes. I wanted more, but I was still satisfied. They never gave me nothing else. Like I was still, I was like, oh man, missed opportunity. But like, it was still amazing. You know, with that, with only those four episodes. But the Blood of Zeus, it felt me left me kind of feeling empty. Like, this is it. Like, this was the entire finale. And it's because a lot of time, a lot of things just didn't really feel like it meshed together. So, this is one part. So, slight spoilers, slight spoilers. Um, where Zeus makes the sword for Heron. And the sword is used maybe three times in the entire show. And not once by Heron. And it's, and it's, 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 it's like, why have the sword then? And the sword, and the, the problem is the sword is this all-powerful, can cut through any material, can be used in any fashion, da, 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 like all that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's, it's built up to be this, you know, kind of in a way like a MacGuffin type thing where it can, it can do anything. And you expect Heron to use it in some way against, you know, the main villains, you know, you know, even if he's reluctant at first, that's kind of him taking the sword and using it as him accepting his father accepting his lineage for who that he is. And yet, within like the two episodes, first he throws it away. And I, I have a personal gripe with that because I hate when they do that. I hate when they make this magical, mythical weapon and then the main character is like, I don't want this. I hate the person who made it. I don't want this. I feel like it's a dumb and lazy way to uh, uh, advance the plot of the idea that he hates, his, you know, hates the person who made it. or the, you know, And I hate, I hate that because it's dumb. It's dumb. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care how much you hate somebody. You're not just gonna throw it away. Like you're not just gonna throw it. I'm a. I'm. I'm gonna put that in safekeeping. I'm like. I'm. Not, I'm. Not, I may not use you right now, sword. But. 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 
I'm going to keep you somewhere safe. So if I need you or if I, I change my mind, you never know. It's a This sword can cut through anything. <laughs> I might I might need this. Like, it's it's like, and so, like, we have, he has it and it stays there. It, it, uh, this magical, mythical sword, this this sword of that, that glows blue. It glows in the night. You got a glow-in-the-dark sword. Sits in this rock for, like, five, six episodes. Again, in an eight-episode anime. Five to six episodes. And then when it gets used, it gets used like twice, and then we never see it again. And I'm just like, then what was even the point? And I get, and the thing is, that it was, it was for, it's just, it's just, you know, and conveniences are what makes shows happen. You know, everything in a show is a convenience for the most part, right? But there's a difference between having a convenience that's like, you know, sleight of hand. That's like, wow, that was really, I, that, wow, that was really cool how they used that piece. Like, I knew they were going to use it, but that's really cool how they used it. And then having just blatant conveniences just to have it there and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, come on, man. He has to use it. Like, it's, it's it, and that's the thing. Like, it, it feels like it's a blatant convenience. And when, the way it's used, I'm just like, well, why even have it? Like, fig, figure out a different way. You know what I mean? Like, don't even add the sword. Give us a different way in which they accomplish that goal that is creative and interesting. Don't give them this hand, this hand, this handout. They don't give them this handout. Like, like, make something that is unique and interesting to the story that will, you know, surprise me and, and give the show some some much needed, you know, depth to it, some much needed, you know, extra extraness to it that it doesn't have. And so. That's that's one of my biggest issues with this with this you know ending is that it just feels it just feels I feel empty and even I, and honestly at the ending like I don't see a path for next season but also I don't I don't necessarily like it like I don't I, if they did next season I don't know what they would do and at the same time I don't feel like they did enough with the first season to really make me interested in another season so that's again that's just how I feel and so that, that gives the story a twenty six out of forty which gives it a sixty five percent. Next, let's talk about the characters. First, likability. I give this a 5 out of 10. I kind of dislike most of these characters. So, first, Heron. I think Heron's a horrible main character. I think he's I think he's angsty. I think they do a really good, really bad job of putting across this anger for him because his anger makes sense, but then also doesn't make sense. And, you know, I even before I did the review, I went back and watched the first episode just to kind of make sure to solidify how I really believe that they they work. And it's like, how do I explain it? Like, he he's a brat. He's a brat. And let's, let's talk about, again, slight spoiler. In, in the first episode, first two episodes, you know, Heron doesn't have a father. He's called a bastard. And they live in this town. Everybody, everybody hates him and his mom, right? You know, good old-fashioned Greek, Greek, Greece. I'm not, that's not a problem. Um, so there's a part where his mom is telling him who his father is. You know, it's Zeus. And he's like, and she's like, yeah, it's Zeus. And he's like, oh, well, you know, fuck Zeus. I hate Zeus. He ain't did nothing for us. And then he points out this old man that's been helping him his entire life. He's like, but you know that old man? That old man right there that helped us our entire life, that's been here for you, mom, that's been here for me, that's did things that no one else would do for us, that's treated us with kindness. That old man, that's more my father than, than Zeus would ever be. And, you know, mom's like, oh, wow, wow, crap, that's great, because that is your father. And then it's like a full 180, I fucking hate him now. And I'm just like, sir, what? 
sir. And again, so that's again, that's why when he throws the sword, I'm like, bro, like even if you hate him, right? And you feel like, okay, he put us in this unfair predicament. He's a god. He should be able to do everything. A, B, C, D, F, G. There should be some type of recuse. Recuse, I believe the word, right? I believe that's the word. Or some type of where before he throws a sword, he kind of thinks to himself, he's like, well, he was still kind to me. And I hate him for putting me in my parents and my mom in this prediction, uh, um, predicament. But at the same time, he was still kind of like there needs to be that kind of dynamic where Heron actually has a fucking brain instead of being mindless. And it also comes by where he questions. So this is, this is a weird part. So he he is this weird part where the old guy that's Zeus before his name is Elias before he reveals that he's Zeus. He tells he tells Heron, yo, go climb to the top of this big ass mountain. And when you get to the top of this big ass mountain, you're going to get some ore and then climb down. We're going to build you a sword. And Heron just goes. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And he just goes. But when he comes back, he has all these goddamn questions. I'm like, you didn't ask this question before? He's like, why did I climb the mountain? Why did I get this ore? Why did I do this, this, and that? Sir, why wouldn't you ask that first? Why wouldn't you ask that before you go climb a big-ass mountain? Why wouldn't? Why didn't when Elias said go climb a mountain, he said, oh, okay, well, what does this ore do? Why am I getting this ore? Da, 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 da. Like, like, you know, have a conversation instead of being a gopher. Like, it just, like, Heron is such a plain, undynamic, boring, state-of-the-art character, standard. He is nothing, he is nothing like, he is not, what's the word, three-dimensional. He, he is, he is just a plain piece of paper. And it's like, he's he's like the standard. He's He is, and I say standard as in he is basic. Yeah, basic. Like he is, he is nothing to, you know, gawk at. He's not going to be anybody's favorite MC. He's not going to be anything like that because he is boring. And so that really pushed a lot of that for me. The likability is really on the back of his mom. I think his mom who dies rather quickly is the best character in the goddamn story and i don't hate um one of the main villains sephiroth i don't hate him i think his anger and how they portrayed is really justified which is why i kind of put him down um i kind of add, add a few point uh one or two points for him because he he i think they did a good job of his characterization but then every other character is just blah Every and, and uh, the side characters and this can effectiveness effectiveness is a four out of ten because there's only two people in the story and I mean okay four people because we count the villains but there's only two people in the story for real that's actually effective that is Zeus and Heron everyone else is a useless piece of shit like there's four side characters who I who I know I know anybody's watched this in the anime cannot name for the life of them because they are so useless they they literally they literally have no importance to the plot at all except for like a jailbreak that's it and like they save to save Heron's life once that's it they have no importance to the plot they're just there they're just there and they keep trying to show it show us them and keep trying to show us them doing stuff adding as if that they're helping but that every time something happens heron just comes in and saves it or does the thing that they were going to do so then why the hell do we even need them like this and this is a good part is illustrated this one part where again slight spoilers every once in a while i have to just to explain my point i have to get to into it and this is part where the four side characters, along with some other forgettable characters, have to get into this pantheon or this uh, go. They're trying to go kill the the source of the demon's power, so they have to go through this thing called like the 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 field of the dead. 
And so, you know, as somebody who watches a lot of anime and cartoons, or even somebody who watches a lot of TV, you're expecting this, these side characters, you know, go through this ordeal, come out stronger, and be effective, and actually, you know, be helpful to the plot, you know, actually do something. Right? You think that they'll get in there, they'll kill the giant, or even if they get close to it, Heron will come at the last second, you know, to save them and find out. But they're at least, you know, at least make it to the goal, right? So we have this part where they go through the field of the dead and they're all going through their personal trials. We don't know these people. We don't know. We don't know. They are not built upon at all, ever. We don't know who the fuck these people are. Like they just casually mentioned that Alexios is an Amazon, but she don't do anything that's like Amazonian. You know, she don't do anything that's that I'm like, oh wow, she's an elite fighter of the elites. She's the elite of the elites. And she does nothing that really, you know, garners that. So I'm like, who the fuck is this? So like, but but they don't they never give us any any character character you know uh, characterization besides some slide one liners. You know, I'm our character besides some slide one liners. That's it. So they're going through this, and I'm, I guess I'm supposed to feel some type of emotional um, attachment to these people that I have no clue who they are, which I don't. And they get out of it. And as soon as they get out of it, they get met with some a minotaur. And Heron comes down on a flying horse and kills it. And then he's the one that doesn't negotiate when they get into the place. He's the one that talks for the rest of the thing. So I'm like, why, why even have them go through that? Why even have them go through that? You didn't give us any development for them. And there's no growth. They have no arcs. There's no arcs for them. There's nothing that they do that's important. They go through that whole trial just for Heron to come down and, and do all the work. What was the point? Why are they there? You could you could you could literally you could literally erase the main the the uh, the side characters and replace them with random people, and Heron would still figure it out. Because it wasn't because those people were who they were. It's because they were the closest in, in distance to Heron. And, and my thing, and the reason why I say that is because they don't give us anything that makes us want to believe that it had to be them. Like they're the destined for. Like it had to be them. There's nothing that does that. Nothing. Ever. And it's like they tried to push this up. And the thing is, that's what the whole field of death thing, you know, made me realize that these characters are nothing characters because they, they pushed it to us. You know, Zeus tells tells the, those three, the three people, they're like, oh, you have to go do this. You're the only one that can do this. No one can do it but you. Da, 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 da. But then we get to the scene and Heron flies down from the fucking sky and saves them. So Heron could have did it. Why the hell is anybody else getting in, in danger if Heron could just come down and fucking do it? And it's like, and so again, that's the uh, the effectiveness and likability that, that garners in when you don't have characters that are given any development, are given any arcs, are giving like they're not not given anything. And if you have a main character that's just plain, then and then you have Zeus who's okay, but it but again you're painting Zeus like a hero when he's not giving this thing, and you're painting the main villain like she's she's really wrong for her action again again. She was on 10. She should have been on 5. But, but you know, she she's 10 is justifiable. And so you only really have one out of, like, really the main four. You only have one that is kind of justified in his anger and his actions. You know, like, there's only one of them. And I, I could, actually, I probably could have gave this less points, but whatever. Um, so that's a 5 and a 4. Designs, 9 out of 10. I will say I like the designs. I like the way they look. That's it. It's the only thing I like about the characters. I like the way they look. Um, and lastly, credibility, eight out of ten. Yeah, they feel like they feel like they're Grecian people, you know. Again, 
I, 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 credibility goes to just how fucking stupid Heron is. And that's probably the only thing I would say. And also, Alexios, she's an Amazon. She's she's not the elite of the elite. Okay? She's not like that. I'm sorry. Um, or at least the way they portrayed her in this, she might be in the, you know, the actual tale. But in this shit, she is not. So... But 8 out of 10, credibility, they do feel like Greek, this does feel like a tale of Greek mythology. I will say that. It does have the essence of that within the characters and how they act and how they perform and, you know, all that kind of stuff like that. So I will give that. You know, it was a good performance by the voice actors. They did a good job of setting the scene and really making it feel like this is a Greek mythological tale. But yeah, so for characters, that's 26 out of 40, which is another 65%. Last thing is touching the production. The production is largely bad. And for me, I'm comparing it to their older works because that's the best way to compare it. Um, And sound design is a 1 out of 10. I'm sorry. Almost everything sounds like a a, a wet noodle. Okay? And again, I've rewatched the first episode just to solidify my thoughts. And he, Heron gets into this fight with like 10 other people. And he's punched them. And it sounds like a, a wet noodle. Like it's a... Like, there's no sound. There's no sound. Like, it's, it, there's no impact in any, in anything that these people hit. There's a part where this guy throws a pillar, a fucking pillar, made of marble or whatever they made him of. Some, is this some heavy material, heavy-ass material back in the day, you know, or even now, you know. And he throws it at, at, at Heron, this demon throws it at Heron. And it like bounces one, it bounces one like rubber. It like bounces off the top step, the bottom step, boom, hits him. I'm just like... And he no blood or anything happens, whatever. And there's no sound. It's like it's like soundless. It's like soundless. It's like, it's like they're in a vacuum. And I'm just like, why is there no, like in a, in a, I, I, even if I'm comparing it to Fire Force or anything else, sound design is really important when you talk about these type of sounds, you know, because it really gives weight to the hits, to the actions, to the steps, to the all that kind. Of, it really gives weight to it. it. Makes it feel real, you know. And so when you have this really lackluster sound design, when it's so boring, when it's so barren, it's just it's, it makes it takes away from the action. This part's where Zeus is throwing down lightning strikes, and it's like, like it's it's like the, it's like the, it's like the, the the worst lightning sounding sound I've ever heard in my life. Like who actually knows? lightning that sounds like that nobody it is just bad and then even in the beginning of just thunder rolling in and when you think of thunder i've seen shows when you think of thunder and it's like your tv is shaking it's it's rough it's 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 not it does not sound like somebody gargling toothpaste or somebody's stomach when they're hungry it has a weight to it it has a it, it when you feel it you know something's coming and there is none of that in that beginning even in that beginning sequence the 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 lightning is weak the punches are weak the sword slices are weak everything is weak you don't feel the weight of anything they could be hitting each other with wet pasta noodles and it would sound the same and that's not how it should be it should be dynamic it should be when you when you hear these sounds when you hear when you when you when when Heron punches somebody, I should be like, oh my gosh. I should be like, ooh. Like it should be like when I'm watching a boxing match and I see them punch somebody. It should it should be like that. But it's not. It's it's wholly it's it's just it's it's lacking in every area. The sound design takes so much away from the show. It it makes it feel like these hits don't really matter. You know, if they like if they took away the blood, I wouldn't even believe anybody died. 
<laughs> I would think, man, they 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 chilling. I mean, except for the people that got their heads cut off, obviously. But the people that they punching, I'm like, oh, he ain't really punch nobody. Like, he got foam fingers. Like, it, it wouldn't even you wouldn't even be able to believe that they actually had a fight. And that's that's not how it should be. The sound design should be much better than that. But one out of ten. Um, musical score, I gave it a six out of ten. I think the musical score is pretty good. Um, it was regal. It did a really good job of bringing that essence of gods. Really good job of that. I will say that. Um, but there's nothing in it that's necessarily so memorable that I'm going to be like, yeah, I really need to listen to that again. Or I need to add it to a playlist. Or there's nothing nothing like that. It's just, it's just okay. It's just fine. Six out of ten. It's nothing. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that every, every anime has to have music that... That I would add to my playlist, but it needs to have music that enhances the scenes and makes me, you know, pulls me in. Or even so, even so, at the fact that it has to have music that really sets the sets the show apart from other shows. And it doesn't have that. This could have been like the Wrath of the Titans, I believe it was called live action. It could have the same music. It could have been the same music, same music in other Greek, you know, live action stories. It doesn't. It does nothing about the music that that stand, makes Blood of Zeus stand apart from any of its contemporaries. If if you get what I'm saying. So yeah, Blood of Zeus, just lackluster music. Next we have actually no, that's all we have. I was I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I'm sorry, y'all. I was, I'm I'm hating. Hey, this is like the player hated ball. Hey, 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 because I don't like this. Um, so for the production, we get a seven out of twenty, which is thirty five percent. So for the overall score, we have a seventy eight out of one forty, which equals fifty six percent. And honestly, I could I could give this lower. I could give this lower, just you know, because this is so much in in this in this anime that's lacking. Blood of Zeus is the worst powerhouse animation show that they've made so far and it's because it lacks everything that the other two have it lacks everything from from seis manos and seis manos isn't even my favorite but i would watch seis manos 10 times if i watch this and it, it it doesn't hold a candle to castlevania not even slightly it's castlevania does a really good job of making its characters you know, more dynamic. It, 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 they have a mystery to them, but they make us want to cheer for them. They, they make us want to, you know, ignore their faults and still be their fans. And even, even above that, the animation is on a different level. You know, it's, it's really, it really hits on every, every angle. It really gives you that, that feeling, you know, in, in your heart. Like it, it, it makes you jump out your seat. And I don't, Blood of Zeus has none of that. Blood of Zeus is bland. It's it's regular. It's there's nothing extraordinary about this about this anime about this show. Not one thing about this show is extraordinary. You know, it, you know everything about it is is just extraordinary. Like it's it's not. It's there's nothing that that this show does that makes it stand apart from its contemporaries. You know, besides other anime, I'm talking about even just other live-action stories on Greek mythology. There's nothing that makes it stand out from those except for being animated. And the animation is just, it's substandard. It doesn't do anything to set, it doesn't do anything to set itself apart, apart from the other animated anime uh, that came out this year. And we could talk, we can do a direct comparison, a direct, a direct comparison to another anime that dropped on Netflix this year, The Great Pretender. 
And The Great Pretender was a phenomenal series, in my opinion. I think they did a really good job, right, with their heist motive and everything like that. But as a contemporary for Blood of Zeus, it is leagues ahead better. Like, they are in two different stratospheres of, of like, goodness. And, like, you know, with Blood of Zeus being way low, way below, you know, The Great Pretender. It's, 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 I don't know. It's, it just feels, it just, it just was lacking. It was it was blunt, it was bland it had nothing about it that made it better that made it as good as it should be let's say that um and let's let me let me before i get into i guess any more comments um let's talk about my personal you know so all as subjective as possible and it's my fun factor and i mean you could probably guess how i feel about it <laughs> just for my objective review um uh enjoyability was a six out of ten i i love a good greek story and like i said the credibility really Gave it a, a nice feel of a Greek myth, mythological story, so I I enjoyed it for the you know for the most part. Obviously, I thought it was a good story within the world of mythology. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I, not like I I wouldn't hate to watch it again. It just wasn't it wasn't something I would you know favor. It was like if somebody asked me to watch it with them, I'm like yeah sure, but I wouldn't go ahead and do it on myself. Um, then we have interest four out of ten. Like I said, I, I even if I would have rewatched, I'd probably drop off around like episode four because after that part, I'm just not interested anymore. It doesn't have enough interest to hold me for the entire season. Um, not like I really struggled through it. I mean, it was only eight episodes, so it wasn't that bad. But it just there's there's nothing in this anime that does anything that that is interesting enough to warrant me to keep watching it personally. Uh, characters three out of ten. I. Y'all, that scathing review I gave on the characters, even again, I probably could have went lower. Um, I I don't like most of these characters. I think they're stupid. I think they're useless. I think they I think they're just nah. Like they don't they don't they don't do anything that gives that warrants them to even get any close to a favorite character list or even the even the characters i i think are cool like they're they're just okay like they just they look good that's it they look good <laughs> they look good they're good looking they get some good looking characters that's it um and then that's a rewatchability three out of ten again i would never personally choose to rewatch this unless i was doing a review or i was talking to somebody about it and i forgot a part even then i probably would just be like whatever i don't care but it's just there's nothing in this anime that is good enough for me to go watch it again. Nothing. There's nothing in here that I feel like I need to. Unless, like, uh, let's again. Let's talk about some like fairy tale. Fairy tale, you know, debated, a uh, debatably bad or something like that. But fairy tale, I mean, for me personally, I personally enjoyed it. Like, even though I think it has some faults on in it objectively, you know, like has some critically, it might have some faults, but. Personally, I, I I enjoyed the comedy. I thought it was at least fun. There's a few fights that I've really enjoyed because I like Natsu and this characterization. So there's so even even though critically I may not like the show that way, but personally I think it's still a fun show. I still think it, I still think it's a show that people can enjoy and, and will enjoy. And I mean, same thing with Blood of Zeus. I know people will enjoy Blood of Zeus. If you've seen any reviews for it, which I think are wild, <laughs> the reviews I've seen for Blood of Zeus. Are are very, very wild. I mean, I'm 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 actually looking at one right now from IGN, and it's it's just <laughs> it's, it's it's just crazy to me that that um, that people really you know gave it this high of a ranking within its reviews. I mean, so of course there are definitely people out there 
who would, you know, who would enjoy it, you know, who would really, you know, give it, uh, give it high marks and everything. But I personally, I personally couldn't because I don't see, I don't see personally, especially personally, I don't see the, the appeal to it as someone, I, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because people don't watch, maybe it's for people who don't watch a lot of anime or maybe it's people are looking at this as like maybe a cartoon i guess against cartoons it's um i guess against cartoons it's it's better than the their contemporaries in modern day but i don't even I, 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 it's not better than young justice you know like it's it's not there and the young justice is something i would give a nine or a ten it doesn't it, it doesn't match up to that it doesn't matter it doesn't I, w- I wouldn't even say match up to steven universe steven universe and it's 15 minute episodes and i will say like even the first season gives us more about the characters gives us more depth than blood of zeus ever does and again i'm not saying every character needs depth because like but a character should there should be something about a character that makes us want to fight for him and heron is a brat a spoiled a, a brat now i'm not saying spoiled okay that nigga did go through he, it was in the dirt but he's spoiled, and in the in the sense, I mean, he's brat. He's a brat in the sense that he is he does bratty shit, and yeah, I just I but I said there's people out there who will enjoy it, but personally, I just couldn't I couldn't rock with it. Um, so that is the review for Blood of Zeus. My fun fact: their personal score is sixteen out of forty is a forty percent, and the overall score again is a seventy eight out of one forty which equals a 56%. So that's a solid 5 or 6 out of 10, which is exactly how I kind of feel about it. Um, even though I probably could drop down to a 4 out of 10, but 5 or 6 out of 10 I think is, you know, as, as fair as I can give it. Um, if you enjoyed the series, you know, let me know. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, um, you know, add us, uh, you know, posting your story about it, you know, because Twitter has stories now. Um, you know, do whatever you feel like is, you know, the right thing to do to uh get get your word out to us um but overall uh thank you for listening um if you have any recommendations on any anime manga webtoons we should review i mean y'all know i'm not the reader but i'll nag Bo and them to do it um until they get some reviews out um but you know besides that we're gonna have a review on kinkai season I believe that's the Japanese way of saying it. Or Battle Blockade Battlefront coming very soon as the you know the pick for our um, listeners' choice review. And I think we're gonna start doing that maybe like once a month. So again, I'm just saying, if y'all want y'all want me to review an anime or want me or you want somebody else on the squad to review an anime, then just yell at us. All right, add us, tweet us, Instagram story us. I, I don't I don't know I don't know how you you know do stuff on Instagram. That's not my platform, but uh, you know, get at us, and you know we'll, we'll we'll seriously think about doing it. We take we love all we love all your feedback. We love when you guys come and talk to us. So um, just do what you got to do. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. Thank y'all, and check y'all on the next one.